Are you developing IoT solutions? Get ready for tomorrow with Farnell, supporting your design journey from connecting smart sensors to the cloud to implementing AI. Find everything you need at Farnell.com. Enjoy this episode with Farnell, a global distributor of electronic products and solutions. Welcome to the Future Print Podcast, celebrating print technology and the people behind it. Well, hi there, and welcome to this week's podcast for Future Print. It's Fraser Chesterman, and I'm very pleased to have with me Peter Bergstein. Peter, how are you? Hey, I'm doing fine. Uh, how are you yourself? I'm good. I'm good, and it's nice to speak to you because Bergstein, as a business, is you're doing you know you're doing pretty well at the moment, aren't you? You're you're out there. You're active. You're you're selling single pass machines. You're you know it's it's looking pretty healthy for for you. And it was time to to kind of remind us a bit about your story and remind us a bit about, um, you know, what the business is all about. So I thought it'd be a great time to, to get together with you. Peter, let, yeah, let's, cool. let's just kick off um, yes. with that kind of question that I like to ask most people. If anyone doesn't know you, who is Peter Bergstein? Okay, Peter Bergstein, and I'm 50, 57 years old. No, really? I mean 57 years young. Yeah. And I'm working in the printing industry for 32 years. Yeah. Uh, I started uh, with pad printing, screen printing, and now uh, the complete company now is focused on single-pass digital printing. So uh, I, I started actually as a, a soccer player. Yeah, I know I you love to, telling uh, this story, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 now I'm into the business. So uh, and I feel quite happy to do this right now. Yeah, it's just just for anyone who doesn't know that story, tell yeah, us a bit about yeah. your soccer playing or your football playing career. If you look at the window here at my office, you see the stadium of a, of a fo- uh, football club in Holland, which is called Horda EC. Not really a big club, but uh, when I was young, I always thought I would like to be a soccer player. So I tried to do this until my 18th birthday, and then they kicked me out because I was not good enough. So and then I played uh, uh, on a different level, which gave me lots of uh, luck on that one. And I actually was driven... Uh, to get into the business of my father, mm-hmm. which actually my father and I was water and fire, but I still joined this company. What do you mean by uh, that, water he, and fire? Do you mean the, the two of you were so different? Yeah, he was really technical and I was more a, a relaxed guy and yeah. uh, doing the business differently uh, yeah. instead of only technically. Now at this moment, I have to say after 32 years, uh, I'm getting the same way than he was. You, you know, you, if you if you can understand the technique and you work around it, then you you have enough knowledge to uh, to talk to customers, and that makes life much easier. You know, if you want to sell something in the digital world, you need to have an understanding of what is going on and what is possible and what is not. Yeah. And the pad printing and screen printing. They, that learned me a lot regarding yeah. adhesion, print quality, uh, speed, uh, supplies that are needed. So it made me stronger and better, and that uh, gave me the uh, the idea to uh, to start actually the digital printing uh, myself. Following the success of 2021's virtual Future Print Leader Summit, the event is back for 2022. This time as a two-day live and virtual hybrid event. Taking place on the 29th and 30th of June in Geneva, Switzerland, 
the Leaders' Summit will provide a forum for discussions among leaders, inspiring presentations and opportunities to address the key challenges and opportunities in print, all in the stunning setting of Geneva. To register your interest in the Future Print Leaders' Summit, visit futureprint.tech forward slash events. And when was that? Because, you know, there was a sort of change, wasn't there, in the sort of 2006, 2007 time when screen was going, yes. pad was going to digital. A lot of people in screen right. saying wouldn't happen, but but you took that risk. Yeah, correct. Yeah, not, not only that, but also, you know, in pad printing, screen printing, everything remained the same. There was nothing new coming in. There was yeah. no development. Yeah, some small stuff, but not really developments. So I was looking to something new. Yep. And I, I just bought a, a, a roll-to-roll flatbed printer. Mm-hmm. I put a table underneath and I started working on it. And my first customer was a customer that wanted to print on on the mobile phones. And he came to me and he said, well, Peter, uh, can you print this? And it was curved. Uh, and we we uh, we did some test print and it looked pretty nice. So he said, well, can you print for me 3,600 parts on this table? I said, yeah, uh, I can try. So he said, what, what does it cost? I said, one, one, one euro. And he said directly, yes, it's okay. And I was like, oh, this is too fast. This is not really good. So yeah. we did the print job for him. We printed the 3,600 parts. And a few days later, a few, let's say a few weeks later, uh, they were at the store and at the mobile store. And I looked it over and the black part, not printed, costed 199 euros. And the one which was printed with a nice motive of Ed Hardy, which is an artist from US, that one costed 299 euros. So he made 99 euros profit and I did one euro. And the funny stuff was like four days, everything was sold out. So he came back to me and he said, well, Peter, I need a machine. Actually, I need two machines. And then I start thinking, hey, maybe directly printing on products uh, compared to pad printing and, and screen printing, that could be awesome as well. Yeah. So and then I got studying much more how can we do this because printing directly on products is not that easy in the sign industry you have always the same parts always the same material but in digital single pass on the for the industrial market you have glass you have metal you have different kinds of plastics and you need to have a good adhesion and a good print quality and that makes it different than we uh, than than we are compared to to other ones yeah, sure. And that, that's that's a good introduction to how you kind of moved or how what you recognized about pad printing and screen printing and then kind of could see the opportunities with digital. So your business now, I know you have a couple of key products, really, that most of your, you know, they're, they're single pass digital machines, but you have a couple of kind of major models that you uh, sell to the market. So tell us a bit about those models. Yes, actually, we are um, ending now our third generation of single-pass printers, yep. uh, which have uh, a variety of new developments, which I, I will tell you later on. But we have two big machines. Uh, one is a, a, a printer, which has a conveyor belt with one carrier, and you load the product, the product will go inside the printer, and it yep. will come back to its first position. So it slides from right to left, back to the right, and then you take it out, put a new product in. Uh, the second one is what we call our DG7, which yeah. is our key, uh, which is our, let's say, our, our, our best, our, our king machine. Yeah. Um, that has several carriers, where carriers are loaded outside the printer, 
they will go in the printer through all the print modules. And when it comes out, it's printed, it's cured, and can be taken out on the other side of the printer. So it's still a, a round circle uh, uh, where you can load your products and unload your products outside of the printer. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, so as a product, um, this is attractive to people that are decorating, uh, you know, bottles or plastic bottles. Or, you know, what, yes, what it's it, direct it? to shape printing. It's direct to shape yeah. printing. And yeah. in the past, we had uh, our generation two and generation one. Actually, was only could be used for flat products. Maybe right. a little bit curved, but that's yeah. it. Yeah. But the third generation, we created the transport system where inside the printer, we also can stop Brilliant. and a, a jig on the carrier could turn as well. Mm. So we created a machine that is able to print uh, flat products, mm. oval products, as well as round products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. And obviously that opens the market up, doesn't it, to, to lots of Correct. different people, lots of different market yes. segments, I guess. Yes, because because the shapes are always changing a little mm -hmm. bit. And if I have the opportunity to use a jig, which can also be moved in a certain direction underneath the heads, mm -hmm. that gives me much more advantages um, than only have a, a, a straight uh, flat product. Mm -hmm. So you've been in doing inkjet for you know, 12, 13 years. So what have you seen? Yes, correct. What have the kind of changes you've seen and, and and where do you think things will go with inkjet in the future um if you compare it to about six eight years ago um i would say there were not that much developments uh the the, the developments were going very slowly yeah. you, uh, regarding the ink regarding print board software and everything which is related and but we were developing and still are developing new stuff which makes it also, uh, uh, which gives us the opportunity also to make everything ourselves. Not that we are so good, yeah. but knowing what we need, uh, sometimes it's better to do it yourself instead of waiting for somebody uh, who will do it for you. Because then you've got all these questions like, uh, if you want a special ink, how many hundreds of liters you would like to buy per month? Or if you want to change the LED lamp, um, how many... Uh, will you buy per month and and you don't sell 30 40 machines per year hey that would be nice but at this moment um, um the the amount of products that we can run or we can make for a customer is is it's increasing slowly i would like to grow with my company slowly and what i've seen in the past that now uh, in, in the past, there was not that much development, but the market is really reacting in a positive way. And we can see that, that people are choosing the digital uh, solutions because it's easier production. You got personalization. You got the printing on demand, less change times over. You have less supplies and you need less people. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, that's the advantage, isn't it? Yes, yes, that's huge. And we, we already have seen that customers who have bought our machines, they had a return of investment in less than two years. Yeah. And you talk about big money. So that, that's really interesting. Yeah, uh, it's and, really and, valuable, uh, isn't it? Nowadays in the market, where can you find the right people? So if you have less, pe if less people are needed, that's a huge advantage, yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also speed and 
you know, you can get closer to your market with digital, I guess, because you don't, you know, it's some of the issues that you face with supply chain, you know, you can just be a bit more, uh, you can, del- you know, you, you can print shorter runs. So there's lots of, there's lots yes. of solid arguments, aren't there? Sustainable, uh, localized, lots of good things about it. Yeah, and especially the printing on demand, for example. And in the past, you had pad printing, screen printing. People made a lot and put all that parts on stock. Yeah. Nowadays, people would like to produce what it's needed today yeah, because yeah, yeah. maybe tomorrow we don't need it. Yeah, and That's a huge advantage. Now, on that note, um, it's been quite challenging with supply chains generally. How have you managed those? Um, because obviously you are building technology. Do you buy from lots of different places? mostly it's still europe yeah um, we we are still having very nice and solid machines to build and we but what we what, what we're doing right now is we create our own brand as well so we yeah. we, we we have made our own ink system we have yeah. made our own led lamps we even have made our own uv lamps we created our own mist absorption system and not that we are so good no. But it's because we know that we need something special, and the specials sometimes are not really uh, cheap or uh, easy to make somewhere else. And mm-hmm. more or less, also, it's now a Bergstein machine. The, yeah. the HMI, the software, the hardware, it's all ours. It's, yours. it's all mm. connected to each other. You know, it's it's not just buying, so mounting something uh, together and just sell it. It's it's something which needs to be uh, one product. Mm, and there's one supplier which is ours yeah absolutely um obviously the pandemic the covid pandemic caused problems uh, have you learned anything from it yeah to be honest uh, i got one of my biggest sales during the pandemic mm. so um i had a I, be, I had a customer who bought two huge automations for a lot of money yeah and uh, that was a development project Mm. Uh, we realized it in, in in almost a little bit less than a year. Mm. We built two huge automations to print direct on nitrile gloves. Oh, you know, yeah. and and it's not only the printing; uh, it's also the loading and the unloading as well as the ink. Yeah. So we created with one of my my chemists. We created an ink that you that that adheres on on the uh, nitrile gloves. Nice. That you, if you put them on, you know you you really squeeze the ink, you know, mm. you, you tear it apart and it's mm. still it's still working. Mm. So we created that during the pandemic and hopefully uh, we're now working on, on the next generation of that machines for the for, for next year they they offer they, they asked me to make an offer for three or five machines. Wow. So so the pandemic um, went well for us. Yeah 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 uh, yeah, I have to yeah. Say. So you're going to be speaking at our Geneva Summit. Um, we've got three yes. kind of key themes. One is leadership, mm-hmm. one is technology, and the other is innovation. So give, yes. me, give me something on each of those three, a comment about leadership, your leadership, yours, what you think is important in leadership, a comment about the technology, and, and maybe also just mention something about innovation and what you think about innovation and, and how important it is. Yeah, actually, um, you can put these three more or less also together. You know, if, if, if you have a good leadership and you think very good about 
how will I focus? Mm. I will have my focus in the market um, because that's the most important thing. Uh, and that was a learning curve for me as well. At the beginning, for example, uh, you try to do please everybody to do whatever you want, to get all the information and, and, and try to sell to everybody a machine. Yeah. Now that, that you are focusing, uh, you have a, a different kind of, let's say, customer yeah. uh, area uh, mm -hmm. to work through. And then that could give you that leadership that you would like to have. Yeah, because yeah. if you focus yourself, you get it much better. And the technique plays a very uh, big part on that one. Mm. You know, it's it's like it's learning by doing. If there There's no course uh, you can get for digital printing. Mm. Uh, it's just we have a lot of knowledge that we uh, – we, we got through all these years and we fell down, we stand up and we fell down several times. Mm. But now we have a lot of knowledge that, that brings us also much further in technique than I think other people will have. And that mm. gives us the advantage. And regarding the innovation, as I mentioned, we have the third generation of machinery. Mm -hmm. We have an extremely now nice transport system inside the printer that gives us... Um, a lot of freedom to print um, flat, oval, and round, but mm. also it's very accurate that all the prints, and I mean, for example, now we have a customer, a huge multinational from Holland, who already bought a fourth machine, and we're having an approval for very small lines on a very dedicated product to print that on, and we achieved that. Yeah. Um, through this conveyable system. But the most important thing I just wanted to mention, Fraser, is that we also have developed a cassette system. Okay. That means that, that in the future, the next machines we are going to build, they all have, they only are having a cassette system, which means do you need a, a pretreatment, mm -hmm. the cassette in it, click it in, and you can run. Yeah. Do you need only white, you click in white. And yeah. that's the machine. And in half a year, if you want to have an extra color, you just click a cassette in and you have the color. Yeah. Not only for new parts, but also if something breaks down, you don't want to have a downtown on the machine. So yeah, the yeah. only thing what you do is you take the cassette out, which is broken, you put a new one in and you start production. So there's lots of reasons for getting this. And it took us a while to develop this. Um, also, um, if there are new developments in the future, like different heads or different curing lamps, then I can take out the old ones, put the new ones in, and I still got the same machine up and running. Yeah, clever. Just let me ask, because one of the things I'm thinking about with the summit is that the purpose of, of bringing together CEOs of a lot of the manufacturers is an opportunity for the industry to talk to people like you and, and say what they want. So what is it yes. that your customers are saying to you now that they want with this technology? In general, if I this this morning I had a, a good conversation with a customer who already has the first machine. It's seven years old now. It's still up and running. So it, it's the dialogue that you have and to listen to the customer, what is really needed. And of yep. course, you cannot fulfill all their needs. That That's impossible. You know, we cannot print the, the pure gold. We cannot print <laughs> the uh, mirror in high speed and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but if uh, what I think is if a good dialogue and listen very well what is needed, um, then we can do a lot with our machines. Yeah, yeah. 
Does, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. So basically, you're, what you're kind of saying is a two-way road, isn't it? You 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 want to hear from your customers, and you want them to be saying what they need because actually, in your position, you're able to sometimes adapt what you're delivering for them to yeah. really suit their needs. I mean, that's the flex. That's the great thing about digital. The great thing about you know a business like yours, you have that flexibility, don't you? You're not stuck with a piece of tech. And you and they have to buy it like this. You're right. It doesn't make it easy, but no. but our slogan is Bergstein, we don't sell printers, we sell solutions. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that, that says it that's all. what it is. Yeah, it says it yeah. All. Peter, listen, it's been good to talk to you. That's kind of got us 25 minutes, 30 minutes with you. Um, good to get a little bit of a flavor of what you're up to and what you're doing. Uh looking yes. forward to seeing cool. you in Geneva. And um Me too. glad glad business is going so well for you. Thank you very much for talking to you. This episode was brought to you by Farnell, your global distributor of electronic components, products and solutions. Visit farnell.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe now for more great audio content coming up. And visit futureprint.tech for the latest news, partner interviews, in-depth industry research, and to catch up on content from Futureprint events. We'll see you next time on the Futureprint podcast.